1: That's stamps.com. Code program.
2: The Opinion Line on Corks 96 FM. It's been an all-girls school for nearly 60 years. But Presentation Secondary School, Balefahan, has become or will become co-ed from next September. From September of 2024, boys will be welcome. At the Presentation Secondary School in Ballyvillean, or Ballyfihan rather, Ballyfihan. It's a big change, a very big change. The principal there is Barry O'Shea and he joins me now. Morning, Barry. Good morning, PJ. How are you? Good. A big decision for for a school with a big history.
3: A, a, a very, very big decision, but one that we're delighted to take and we're really excited by. Um, as you know, we, we've been established in Ballyfihan for almost 60 years. And part of our ethos as a school is to ensure that we meet the needs of our local community. Um, So we undertook a a consultative process where we we took the opinions of all of the parents, pupils, future schools, potential parents. And as a result of the feedback from that consultation, uh, we've decided to open our doors in September 2024 to boys. And we're delighted to say that. I'm really looking forward to the opportunity.
2: In leading up to that consultation, what led to it? Who first came up with the idea in the staff room? Should we take in boys?
3: Uh, I suppose it's, it's a question that we've been, we've been asking ourselves for, for, for quite a while. As you know, we're a very successful school with very, very high academic standards. But at our core is a responsibility to meet the needs of local people. And like we became aware over a very long period of time that parents were seeking this option the option to go Kuwait. And it's for that reason, principally, that we've decided to to, to make our decision to open a school to boys.
2: Parents were seeking the option. Why, Why was it? Because there was nowhere to send their boys or they thought, in a modern world, maybe boys and girls should be educated together.
0: Which was it?
3: I, I suppose we, we can only speak for, for pres Balfi yeah, and, yeah. and and like in, in a modern world you know it's important the parents have choice and options. But for us certainly and for our parents I, I think they, they were looking for that opportunity. It meant that siblings could be could be taught together, you know, mm-hmm. they wouldn't be separated. And it meant that, you know, they were you know, we could we, we were really altering the structure of the school to match the structure of society outside the school gates.
2: Will it make a difference in terms of syllabus and curriculum choice?
3: Um, we're constantly revising our syllabus to meet the needs of our students and, and the wider community. So there's, there's ongoing syllabus review, and we already have a very robust and wide-ranging uh, syllabus in place. But we, we, we may look at options and look at what is desirable, look at what our students want and, and what our parents want, and adjust our syllabus accordingly. But as you know, we have already, uh, you know, a very strong academic tradition. Over 80% of our students progress onto university. A very strong cultural tradition, particularly in the area of visual arts and performing arts, you know, or choirs perform before presidents and royalty. And you know, we also have a very strong sporting tradition. In fact, we are one of the few schools locally to offer PE as an exam subject that we Many of our students go on actually and train to be PE teachers themselves.
2: Okay, let me bring in at this point. Jerry McGill from Kesht. Kesht is Catholic Education and Irish School Trust. The patronage of uh, Presentation Secondary School is under Kesht. New one on me, Jerry McGill, Kesht. Tell me a bit about it. Good morning.
4: Good morning, PJ, and thanks very much for having us on. Um, Kesht, as you said, Catholic Education and Irish Schools Trust, is a trust body set up in 2007. Uh, We uh, oversee... The 106 uh, post primary Catholic schools in Ireland. We took over our role from a number of religious congregations. In the case of pre- presentation, Ballyfahana would have been from the presentation sisters.
5: Mm-hmm. So-
4: We basically took over their role and the responsibilities that they have uh, in supporting the schools and supporting Barry and his senior leadership team and the board of management, uh, particularly in the area of ethos and characteristic spirit, uh, but also uh, with oversight in areas like finance and governance and property matters.
2: Mm. Now, the North Pres uh, on this side of the river um, has been welcoming girls and boys since since last month, since since September. That's correct. And they've
4: actually actually gone through a name change. In a Nano College.
2: Yeah. Some people would cling to the old tradition of boys going to boys schools and girls going to girls schools. That tradition is changing now.
4: It is, and the consultation process that Barry, uh, that Barry referred to earlier on was a very, very wide range of consultation process. It involved uh, consulting with the parents of the students in Presentation Secondary School, uh, the Board of Management, the students in the school, but it also involved the parents of uh, of children in the local primary schools. And the response from the parents, particularly in the primary schools, would be overwhelmingly in favour of co-education because the vast majority of primary school children are educated on a co-educational basis. And parents want that to
2: continue into post-primary. What do they see as the benefits of co-education?
4: Well, I suppose Harry referred to it there. It, you know, it's possibly a more natural way of doing it, but it's not, it's not for everybody either. Uh, and in PESH we would have a, a large number of, of single-sex schools and we have a, a large number of co schools and it really comes down to parental choice if parents want to continue with single-sex education that choice should be available to them but if they want co-education then that choice should be available to them as well and I think what has happened over recent times is the curriculum that a school offers uh, traditionally you would have a boys school of which we would do construction studies and woodwork and tech graphics yeah. and Schools would do home economics. That's no longer the case. All schools, be they single-sex schools or um, uh, co education schools, should be offering a wide range of curriculum, regardless of mm. you know, regardless of the cohort. So, uh, technographics construction study could be of interest in whatever setting, as home economics should be to
2: boys. Indeed, indeed. And when I think back to my own schooling, I'd have loved. to to do home economics because when I came out of school I hadn't a clue so Mm -hmm. I I, I think to be fair yeah. come back to you lastly Barry briefly you have an open day or an open evening rather Wednesday next
3: Wednesday next October the 4th starting at uh, 6.30 Uh, so all are welcome and uh, we're very excited to present our school as a co-educational school so come along and meet the teachers and the students who are who are who are members of our school community and see what Pres is all
2: about. Best of luck to you with that transformation. Thank and thank you both. Thank you, Jerry, and thank you, Barry O'Shea. Thank you very much. Thanks very much, PJ. Cheers, lads. Um, good luck with that uh, over the next few months, preparing for September 2024 to Barry O'Shea and everyone at Presentation Secondary School. That meeting Wednesday evening, half six to half eight. It's also been announced. That's St Patrick's College, around the corner of us here, uh, Gardner's Hill. Uh, They also plan to become co-ed from next year. They'll be taking boys into first year. And, of course, the North Press is already taking in both girls and boys and changed now to Nanolagal College. How do you feel about that? Is it inevitable that pretty much all schools will go co-ed over the years to come? I I don't know I don't know about smallies. Do a lot of the smallies already go to a mixed school? Um do they? I don't know. It's a long time since there were smallies in my house. Is it better for them? Is there I can remember, you know, when I grew up boys went to boys' schools and girls went to girls' schools. Coed was a very, very rare thing. I remember there was only ever one co ed school that I can remember of that was Ashton. Ashton School. But it was a but now, coed seems to be the way forward. I mean, is it better? Is it? I mean, I can remember going through school and really having, I hadn't come out of school, hadn't the first clue how to talk to a girl. That's and that's an honest to God's truth. And I imagine if there had been girls in my class, I might have learned that. But, you know, I don't know primary, secondary, mixed. Or, or, the, or are the old traditions better? Like, is it a case, and I don't know what the experts say about this, is it a case that boys do better academically in a boys-only school and the same with girls? Is, is that the case? I don't know. Is that what the, what do the experts tell us? What do you think? Uh, if you have smallies now starting into the school system, have just maybe started into the school system, are there, are there new schools mixed would you deliberately choose... I mean, I know Educate Together is mixed, but what about other schools? If, you know, would you like all schools to be mixed? Or are you totally opposed to mixed schools? Patricia, should, is, is that the way we're going? Good morning.
6: Good morning, PJ. I think it's the way we're going, but um, I had two sons that I sent to all-boys schools, two girls that went to all-girls schools, and a son who went to a co-ed school, and I don't think it done him any
2: favours. In what way?
6: I think the boys were more focused. Now, don't get me wrong. He uh, he went to college and everything, but I just think that it was just different. I think the boys were more focused, and the girls were certainly more focused than he would have been.
7: Mm. Now,
6: I'd be the same vintage as yourself, to be honest. So my children are in their 20s and 30s, Mm. and... um, I don't know. I, it, it's just my take, and it probably... I, I wouldn't... I'd be a very broad-minded person, PJ, to be honest, but I just don't think he did them... Uh, I don't think you done him any favours at all.
2: If you were to ask them, as in speak to them yourself, and ask them what they thought, what would they say to you, do you think?
6: you would think my two older boys would think that where they went, they made invaluable connections, and their...
1: Um,
0: Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss.
6: Uh, we think it was great. I think my girls would tell you the same thing, as in, I have a uh, granddaughter going to, I have two granddaughters actually going to secondary school next year. Mm-hmm. And one of my sons would have just, you know, in conversation, would have had, what would you think? I know one of my granddaughters is going to a co
2: and the other girl is going to go
6: to another girls school. Yeah, yeah. I, I. Primary schools. Oh, the primary schools were mixed, PJ, as were my own children. Right. And, and, and do you think that's
2: okay? Mixed primary.
6: I think it's all right. I just think secondary is different,
2: PJ. Yeah. Yeah. I can remember my own time coming out of secondary school. I went to Creastree and coming out of Creastree. and yeah, we had we, we'd meet we'd meet girls at the Kayleys on a Saturday night, mm-hmm. like that. But I I do remember Patricia coming out of school and going into college, and really not having a clue how to kick off a conversation. with know, PG
6: okay. You done okay with the queen bee? So eventually,
2: yeah. But she she started talking. To, I I really did. I, of course, I did. But I I I would. I felt awkward when I went into college. And there's a mixed scenario, and I I found it difficult to strike up conversations with my female <laughs> classmate. No, I got into it after a while. But but yeah, I felt a bit ill-equipped for the world when I hadn't spent my days around females throughout my education. May I look back on it now?
6: No, I know, and I definitely, definitely my girls done way better in an all-girls school. Right. Without a, sh- without a shadow of a doubt. You academically? Academically and uh, without a shadow of a doubt. Okay. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
6: I put my wage, I would put my one salary on it. They'd done so much better that they wouldn't have had done in a mixed...
2: I must. I must look up what the academic, what the professionals mm-hmm. actually say about the quality how, b- 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 there must be some way you can look at how kids perform academically coming out of s- single-sex schools and coming out of, of mixed schools. There must be a way to compare them. Patricia, thank you for your call. Thank you, Tim. Cheers, have a good day. Frank. Morning, Peter. how are bye, you? Bye-bye. Not bad yourself. All, You think they should be all co-ed?
5: I do at this stage, and um, I'd say even more importantly, all non-denominational.
2: Right. Well the non-denominational thing is that's 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 a separate discussion I'll get to it in a minute. But why why all co ed?
5: Because I think that they mix no, I think I do agree that back in our day I think it would have been probably a total distraction. And uh, I as you just said Dono, I'd love to see the stats for the schools. Is it the danger being is is it for a fourteen, fifteen, sixteen year old boy or girl... Is it too much distraction to get on with the results or what you're supposed to be doing? But I don't think it is. Mm. I think I think they'd mature
2: probably faster. That's the thing. I would have thought it would be less of a novelty if they're they around every day.
5: Exactly. If they're used to us,
2: yeah. Because, I
5: mean, you know, back in back, in, back in our day, I mean, even primary school was kind of boys and girls separate. like
2: Yeah.
5: You know, I mean, in the man crease tree, I think, was the same. But then, I mean, as my kids grew up, the secondary school was and Fairchig and seemingly they have, some of the, have had, over the decades, some of the top results, and they've always been co Mm, yeah, yeah. You know? Mm.
2: Um, have, have you youngsters yourself? Sorry? Have you kids yourself?
5: I've grown up now, but... Um, yeah,
2: did, did you send them to... St-
5: well, they, yeah, at secondary school, yeah, they were and ferrishig which was co
2: Yeah.
5: And... You know, it didn't seem to be any problems, really, like, mm. I mean, and their their results are phenomenal, like, yeah, in yeah. the whole country, like, you know, but I mean, I suppose when you think of us, I was a man-boy, and mm. you would have been, you been since across the road and not pressed around the corner, because so there was an awful lot of mixing. Yeah. So I don't see why, why shouldn't they be sitting together in school, and I do think, yeah, it can be, it could be a distraction, but if you're used to it from the age of 12, 13... Mm. Well, you see, I,
2: with so many kids now, Frank, going to educate together primary schools, they're used to it from smallies. from, used to it from
5: four, four and five, yeah. I mean, and the same with even before that, no, at this stage. I don't think there's any difference, and I think the way some of the world is going now is. You you you'd you'd want to board a hundred different schools if you want to careful, be there for everybody. Careful no. <laughs> <You know? laughs> careful no,
2: Frank. We won't, we won't, I don't want to be a hashtag, stop <laughs> it. <laughs> Come on, have a, good, have a good week. Good luck, bye. Thanks. Bye. Oh eight one eight ninety six ninety six ninety six. No, I don't want to be a hashtag, not on a Monday anyway. Stanley, how are you, sir? How are you doing, PJ? How's the form? How are you doing, my man? You have some thoughts on, on Coed?
7: Yeah, well, the first thing I need to say is that that was the last call. was at the sort of going to school just fight the life out of anybody. Um, yeah, just on the co-ed thing, I, I mean, you, as you probably know, I a mixed experience. I was, went to school in England when I was 11, and they were mixed schools. Yeah. And then when I came back to live here in England, um, my two sisters and myself and my brother went to two separate schools. We went to Sullivan's Quay, and I went to Topher, and then we went to Cree Street and uh, Sacred Heart. And um, no what, what, what my one of my sisters is a twin, so that was we thought that really difficult um yeah. but i think I think the thing is for me the um i was I was fascinated as a teenager watching my friends um my male friends behaving around uh, girls, because having been to a mixed school, that really wasn't an issue for me or my brother. You know, and I just thought that was really interesting, and the other thing is the pre, like the previous last call the caller before. I mean, I get what she's saying about academically, but there's more to um, education than the academics of it, as we as we all know. I mean, obviously, we're trying to educate people for jobs, but we're trying to educate people out to live in the world as well. And I I found the experience of being in mixed schools really good for me mm. in the long run. And my two sisters and my brother would agree with that. We've actually spoken about it at length, and um, that it was just easier for us to deal with um, the opposite sex. In in settings outside the school, having been in mixed schools, you know,
2: that's exactly what I felt, Stanley. And as you know, I went to Christ's as well, and I've yeah. thought coming out of Christ's going into UCC, <laughs> I felt no, it it passed, it passed, and I and I did fine, but but I felt awkward.
7: Yeah, and that's the word I would use for a lot of my friends around girls as teenagers when we were hanging around and talk or going to you know local discos out in the high field and that kind of thing. They were just really awkward around them. Now, I was a little bit awkward around them as well because you get, that, at that age, that's part of the big things that change. But it was fascinating to watch how really awkward some some boys were around girls. Now, obviously, I can't talk about girls to boys. They'd have their own conversations, but it was very striking to me. Yeah. And the other thing that was really striking to me is much later in life, I think we came out of Creece 3 in 82, was it? 81, 82? Yeah, around that, that right? time, yeah. Yeah. So in the mid-90s, I'd been in the naval service for about 10 years at that stage, and they introduced women to the naval service at that time. And there was a lot of guys there, particularly guys that were a little bit older than me, who had, at that point, worked in a male-dominated environment all their life, had been to all-boys' schools. You know, some of them might have had a sister, um, but their interaction with women was minimal up to that point. And when I say some of them really struggled with the adjustment planning, they really struggled,
2: please. Yeah. Yeah. They okay. really struggled. Please. Yeah. Yeah. Stan, I'll leave yeah. you there. You're going to sort that dog out. I know that you did something lovely for a listener of ours over the summer, and we need to set it up. And we had a beautiful thought, just a moment here during the summer where, was it um, Sophie, one of our regular listeners and callers, summed up Cork. In a sentence. And Stanley went and did something on the back of that. And we're going to have to make it happen sometime soon. Stanley, now thank you very much for that. Quartz 96 FM.
1: Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff. Shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods. All at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part?